All right, we're back to Real Racing USA Live. Once again, we got to thank Pandora Jewelers, proud sponsor of the Inside Florida Racing Driver of the Month this past month. It was Jeff Firestein. Jack, who have we got on the line with us right now? We're going back dirt racing again. All right. We're going back dirt we're, racing. We're definitely going back dirt racing, right? Yeah, Dennis Wood and Phil Hall from Friendship Speedway up in North Carolina or down in North Carolina, depending on your point of view, or over in North Carolina. How y'all doing tonight? Holy cow! This sounds like we're on a we we have a a a, a, a conference call going here. We do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so are are y'all y'all are going back? Who? How did the decision come? I mean, I guess uh, friendship's been asphalt for five years or something paved, and now you're going back to dirt. How did this decision come about? Well, it was it was a lot of uh, a lot of support from the community. Uh, I've been involved with it since it was first dirt track back in like 80, 81, and then uh, in 2003, I believe it was 2002, 2003, they paved it, and uh, the response from the community and several of the racers and all, they just they said, you know, we love friendship, but we, we want to go back dirt. So uh, Phil and I had discussed it. We discussed it uh, several times, and then last fall, after, uh, after a lot of discussion with the owners, uh, they decided, you know, that it wouldn't be a bad idea. So all we had to do is uh, make sure we could get the lease and uh, come up with the money to put the dirt on there. And uh, so far we're rolling. We've got about two or three days possibly for to finish up with the dirt, and uh, we'll be ready to put a car or two on it to check it out and make sure it's going to be okay. Was the track closed for a while? No, never closed. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay. It opened uh, constantly for, and I was trying to think, it's either 80, 81 sometime in that area when, but my brothers actually built the track. Okay. And uh, I raced here for years, and Phil raced here for years, and uh, and it was just one of those things where my brothers wanted to get out of it, and they did. And uh, it changed hands a couple, three times while it was dirt. And then the guys from uh, Asphalt, uh, a group of uh, guys from Western Salem, wanted to make an asphalt track out of it, so they purchased it and. Uh, Put the put the asphalt on it. It, it was a it's a beautiful track with asphalt, but as I'm looking at it with dirt, it's just as it's more beautiful to me than asphalt. Now, did you go? Did you put the dirt on top of the asphalt? Yes, we did. We uh, consulted with quite a few people, made sure we had our act together, and uh, we've got it uh, all done. But a, a couple of corners in the straightaway, and we've got some real pretty red clay. Uh, of course, we've had quite a bit of rain here lately. And it's it's so sticky out there; it's hard to even do anything on the track. Now, how how thick of a dirt surface do you have to put on that so you can keep it? Well, it, you know, it really doesn't matter uh, if you put if you pack dirt in. But for an example, we started at about sixteen inches at the inside wall and went to. You've got to understand that you've got to see it before you understand it, but. If you've got enough dirt anywhere and you have it compacted, uh, then it's not. We've had several rainstorms and it's really the it hadn't washed at all. Are you there? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we we have a uh, knock on wood, cross our fingers. We had about two or three inches of rain over the weekend, and uh, all we saw was a little muddy water run outside the run inside the the inside walls, and no dirt's moved. Just just still right where it was. And where is Elkin, uh, North Carolina? Elkin, North Carolina is in the northwest Piedmont, uh, about 30, 40 miles west of 
Winston-Salem and about 75 miles north of Charlotte. I got you. Okay. Let me ask you this. Hotbed of racing. Sure enough. Let me ask you this. Um, Now, what kind of an asphalt uh, car count did you have, and and what was the reaction to those guys when you decided to go back to dirt? Well, uh, let me ask. Let me answer the rea- uh, the reaction before I do the other one. It was uh, one of those that a uh, few of the guys were very sad because they loved racing at Elkin, and uh, some of the guys that raced on asphalt took the cars back home and changed them over. They're going to be racing on dirt now. We also got a, quite a few people that parked their cars. Uh, when they were running, when we were running, uh, after they were running dirt, and and they're going to pull them back out now and refresh them and go back to dirt. Well, yeah, you you know that that's what like we talked earlier about. Ocala Speedway in Florida just recently did what you doing, and I mean their first night, I think they had something like forty hobby stocks show up and uh, forty three late models. And, yeah, it was and it was crazy. It's been outstanding. Guys show. come out of the woodwork. They lost a few. To the other tracks, uh, guys who didn't want to go back to dirt or did, had never raced on dirt, actually, and uh, didn't want to do it. But I think for every one they lost, they probably gained three. Yeah, I agree with you. We're looking for, I'm hoping that we have as many fans as he did. We, we're If we have as many fans as Ocala did, we'll be standing room only uh, probably 10 or 12 deep. But uh, as far as cars, we're looking for a big car count the first night. And I understand we're playing a little higher first for our our crate motor class, and uh, and I think that's going to draw some people. And there's going to be some of those racers that come in here that, you know, they just don't want to. Uh, they just don't want to race at Elkin. I mean, and, and that's very understanding uh, to me. And uh, I just hope we level out in a couple of weeks uh, at a good uh, fan count and a good car count. That's you know, I'm not looking for 30 or 40 cars every week in one class. I mean, you know, 18 to 20 would be a boom to us. Yeah, exactly. What um, now? Besides late models, what are, are uh, what other classes are you going to run? We're going to run the late model fast track crates, of course. We're going to run a super street class, uh, a four cylinder class, and a U car class. And then we've got some uh, super late models. Uh, we've got, I think, there's eight, eight nights. We've got those uh, those guys coming in here. And then we have the Carolina class super late model touring series. It'll be in here at least once, possibly twice. We've got one. Uh, date and we're uh, just waiting to see uh, about the other date. Now tell everybody what the configuration of the track is. It's uh, actually it, there's been a, quite a bit of controversy about how big is Friendship. Uh, we've measured it on the outside and it comes up four tenths. We've measured it on the inside and it comes up three eighths. We measured right in the middle and it's like point uh, three eight nine. Uh, so that's basically that's what it is. It's a shaped track. It was it was even smaller than that, and uh, they expanded the the backstretch to make it sort of a D shape. Any banking to the track? Excuse me. Is there any banking? Yes, yes. We'll have. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some good banking. We've we've looked at it and uh, and refigured some stuff, and and we're hoping to come up to twelve to fourteen degrees. That's that's pretty good banking. Um, you all, you're you're an ASA member track. Yes, we are. Now, how does that pay off for you? so far has been just great. Dennis has been just overwhelmingly great with helping us to get everything uh, lined up so we can get our first race started and, and hopefully we'll uh, you know do okay. He's, he's a heck of a nice guy. He really 
is interested in this sport, and he don't care what you race on. He loves racing. Yes, speaking, of course, of Dennis Huth, the uh, uh, owner of American, ASA member track, yeah. Yeah, American Speed Association member track program. And, uh, yeah, that's um, that's something that seems to be catching on, and, and, and the, the, there's new tracks coming into that game all the time. What uh, what's the difference between your super late model dirt dirt cars and the, and, and the late models? What's the difference? Engines, engines. Uh, the uh, the uh, I'm thinking somebody was telling me that the crate motors come up with about 350 to 400 horsepower or so, and the uh, and the super late models are probably pushing 700 now. Amazing. It, Let me ask you a question. How come <laughs> the dirt late models can keep their engine programs? All under control, like they seem to be doing, and and they're prospering. You know, I, I work for a series that's just starting, and we're getting forty plus cars. Winter Nationals down here, we'll we'll guarantee eighty to a hundred cars. Yet the asphalt guys just can't seem to get it together. Regulations. That's that's my uh, pet peeve about the asphalt guys. Regulations. Yes, you're regulated to do just so very little. Uh, if your numbers don't match, you've got to have this certain carburetor. If you don't do this, and it's just, uh, you know, the dirt guys, they can go to the cup teams around here and pick up some parts, and uh, or they can go to the big engine builders, and uh, they'll build a good engine, and uh, it'll last for a while, a long while. But uh, when you go to your asphalt, you know, you just, you, you want to, you've got a race car, but you try to choke it down, and I, I don't understand that. Uh, what do you mean, choke it down? Well, you're talking about two-barrel carburetors, small four-barrels. Uh, you know, when you get that going, you got you can run only so much compression. Uh, you know, just you know, just little things like that. So there's too much regulation, is what you're saying? I'm thinking no, not too much, but enough to really keep the guys from from racing and building the engines like they want to, and and, and get out there and really put on a good show. I, and I'm sorry, I don't, I don't have anything against asphalt racing. I love it. I, I've I've been working with it here for five years. I've stayed here to track and sold tires, and I've got to the point where I love I love it. But uh, when you when you're racing and you pull up up beside a car and you run about four laps trying to pass him, that to me that's just a little bit. Uh, you know, the the cars are just you know it's just a little bit too regulated for me. If you can pull up on a quarter pound of a guy on dirt. Nine times out of ten, you're going to pass it. So uh, now we're we're talking here with Dennis Wood and, and Phil Hall from Friendship Speedway in North Carolina. Recently decided to go back to dirt racing instead of uh, the asphalt where the track had been. Uh, you guys both race still? Do you still both race? No, uh, I've never raced. I've owned a car uh, for several years, and then uh, finally decided that uh, I would try another end of the the sport, and that would be some tires and parts and gas. Instead of paying out all the time, I was getting some money in. Uh, but Phil had been racing for a very long time, a real long time. Now, I, I don't know how you, you asked Phil that question, how long he's been. How long you been racing, Phil? <laughs> well, not quite as long as Red Farmer, but a long time. <laughs> <laughs> in other words, there's some black and white pictures of you with a race car. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's the test, isn't it? There has to be some black and white pictures of That's That's a good one. So, uh, Phil, what what uh, you concur pretty much? I guess you concur, obviously, with what Dennis has, has said to this point. Um, how do you think? You think it's going to be a big success? What do you think? 
Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. I mean, it, the people around here are sort of starving for racing. With economy being bad, I think the local people are going to come in. I think we're going to have a good show with this red clay. And uh, like I say, those fast track plate models, they don't cost as much as running those cars to do the super. So I think it's going to be real huge around here. Now, when do you guys uh, start? When, when is this first race? We practice on April 22nd, Tuesday night, and race that Saturday night the 26th. Saturday the 26th. What kind of uh, promotions and, and, and whatnot are, do you have going for this deal? Well, we got a lot of, uh, we got a one local uh, radio station right here, 1.9. They're going to be real strong with us. WTQR, which is in Winston-Salem. A lot of news, news people and newspaper knowledge covering it pretty heavy. Yeah, that's a good thing. I'll tell you, one of the things, I don't know if, if Mike Peters down at Ocala told you about it or not, but one of the things that really helped them was um, exactly what you're talking about, the, the radio stations in the local area and the newspapers. And uh, as luck would have it or planning would have it, um, they had a great front-page story in the Ocala newspaper come out on Saturday, the day of, or uh, Friday. Friday, the day of the race, the first race, front-page story with pictures. And that certainly didn't help. Or, you know, that didn't hurt a bit. Believe it or not, Manor in Oklahoma, the, the Manor News here in, in Surrey County, right close to us, the, same, the lady told me the same story today. They're going to do a big thing on the Friday, the day before the race. So There you go. They want to know what's burning the surrounding areas in days. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, it, it was just it was an awesome sight up there at Ocala that night. Four, over 4,000 people in the grandstands. Huge car count. It was, it was just overwhelming. Yeah, hopefully you guys will pull off the same thing. Well, me too. My banker really wants me to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he does. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. We'll uh, we'll help get the word out for, for as best we can. We'll talk it up. And, uh, man, we wish you the best. We'll, we'll get back with you later on and uh, after you've opened and, and got her going. And uh, and we'll talk to you guys again, maybe talk to some of your drivers. That'd be great. That'd be great. And if you're ever in North Carolina, give us a call. Uh, we'll give you the VIP treatment when you come up. Well, we we certainly do. We, we come, that. yeah, we come to to North Carolina several times a year, and uh, and uh, we look forward to coming up there. And uh, uh, man, really appreciate that offer, and uh, and we'll certainly take you up on it, Dennis. And hey, now you know what the VIP treatment is right now, don't you? What's that? A hot dog and a Pepsi. Oh, well, right. that's the hey, what, 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 yeah. don't you have? You, now, do you have fried bologna sandwiches at your track? We certainly do. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not part of the VIP package, huh? Well, you know, maybe we'll split one. <laughs> All right. All right, Dennis. You and Phil go get a man and wish you the best of luck. Thank you very much. We Thank appreciate you. it. All right. All right. Looking forward to hearing from you again. You know. I think you're going to see more and more of this, Jack. I really, really, really do. 